that's sort of been the really the unifying themes that these frontliners are literally risking their life for us, knowing mm-hmm. that at any time oras nila. Yan. So welcome to Adulting with Joyce Spring. He is uh, an events host, a sportscaster, a brother in Christ, and he also hosted the Bring Home the One Wedding. We've got Chuck Araneta on the other end of the mic. Hi, Chuck. I still can't believe that I call you Mrs. Trevino now. Like, I've been calling you <laughs> Joyce Spring since I knew you. Since you still had, like, red hair when you were still in the ministry. You Back met, yeah, you met me, I think I was 17 or 18 in CCF Eastwood pa, tama ba? That's right, so upper room tayo nun, yung first meeting mo. Yeah. Long time ago. Long time ago, and look where we've come. <laughs> Getting old, dude. I know, I know. How how are you, how are you, how are you holding up with the whole quarantine? You have two kids now and your wife with you, Shempre, you're, you're stuck at home. And I was asking you that, Kanina, what's it like being with children 24-7? You're saying it was a blessing. Yeah, you, you know the thing, obviously it, it's been wonderful to to have this opportunity to spend time, of course, with, with the kids and with uh, with my wife. Um, and because the nature of my work is a lot of freelance stuff. So I'm used to being at home a lot and hanging out with them. But the fact is strict literally hindi kami makalabas ng bahay. So we can't even take them out to go biking or to go on walks or to play sports. So that's the part really that's adding to the cabin fever. Because at least kung makalakad ka lang, makatakbo, like, just a way for them to spend all their energy. Then it, we wouldn't be feeling it as much. But because we've had to, uh, because we've really had to stay at home. Yeah, uh, we've really just tried to. We've been taking it hour by hour, not even day by day. Parang okay, so hours na ito. Ano gagawin namin para mga survive kami? Para maitawid namin naman sa 10 a.m. Ganon level siya. But uh, I mean, again, we can't complain. I mean, we're we're in such a privileged position to be at home, to be comfortable. It's hard really to have any legit complaints about what's happening in our life right now. Mm-hmm. So for, for those people who are listening to, to the podcast, before we go into what we are talking about today, um, how do you keep kids entertained when you're when we're all stuck at home? Like what you said, there are mga families ngayon who are messaging me, you know, like young couples who are j- just gotten married or who have little children in their houses. They don't know how to keep their kids entertained. How do you do that in your household? Well, you know, the, the thing that uh, we try to do uh, with, with my five-year-old, uh, we've tried to keep him engaged also, not just physically. Because physically, it's, it's kind of impossible to do right now, but at least mentally and spiritually. Um, mentally, uh, we've tried to challenge him to read as many books as possible. Uh, we also love to build Lego together. Uh, we've built already some sets. We're trying to do more also. So it's really just about engaging him constantly. I mean, of course, there have been times where we've just had, when me and my wife have had to maybe take a break and just lie down and watch <laughs> Netflix for a while. At the end of the day, it's really a struggle. So for those couples maybe who are feeling guilty, you know what, this is an unprecedented time in history and no one is going to fault you for handling things in a different way. So... I guess the, the, the suggestions, the tips that I would do really for young couples is, you know, just try to be proactive with your kids right now. Uh, if you're watching TV with them, stay with them. Or if you're 
reading a book, read to them, or if, you're, if they're playing play with them, just let them know that you're around and that you're a present figure in their house. for them during this time. Because I think also one thing that me and my wife are discovering is that um, there is also anxiety in kids even at such a young age. Mm. Sometimes we feel na five or five year old lang siya, you know, hindi pa niya alam eh. But there is, there was a honeymoon period early on, maybe the first week na parang, oh, si daddy, si mommy na sa bahay lang. Pero ngayon, nagtatanong na siya, why, why, why can't I go out anymore? Or why are you always at home? Or why, why, how come I can't see my friends anymore? So there's also that, those kinds of challenges na we take for granted nga, na parang kids are also going through that. So we also have to guide them through those situations so that they can understand what's really happening in life, right? Yeah, and, and and funny enough, when you brought that up, I was thinking also, even adults, like a lot of us don't even understand what's going on. But a lot of us are still either in shock or pretending like, okay, nothing happened, okay lang lahat. You know, you're not really processing through the emotional, spiritual, and mental repercussions of the experience that we, we all are having right now. And I wanted to guest you on the show today because you are one of the first, if not the first person that I saw on social media really having a, well, quote-unquote, positive response to, to everything that's going on. Uh, I tweeted about it, or I, I actually talked about it here on the podcast uh, with Aaron, and I said that, you know, uh, Chakaraneta, who's a friend of mine who's also a host, was the first person that I saw on social media who wanted to buy coffee for the frontliners. And this was maybe like two weeks into yeah, the coronavirus, weeks, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. into the pandemic. And um, I, I, I just wanted to ask you, like, what gave you that idea? What was your first reaction when you heard about the pandemic and the crisis that the country was going through? Um, it, it's interesting because the this whole COVID-19 thing, I mean, we heard about it as early as, like, January, right? Um, yeah. But... And of course, you know, we feel bad for countries like China or, or the other countries that were affected by it. But it never really hit hard for me until it actually came to the Philippines and it actually affected people na, nakilala ko, na I know personally. I mean, yeah, at this point, we all have at least one friend, one family member, one tito or tito na is dealing with, with COVID-19. And to, to take it even a step further... I, I, I now had friends who were frontliners and we're now and we're also starting to really cry out about what was happening and the situation sa kanila nga sa mga frontliners. And at the time, I think the, the lack of medical supplies wasn't that big an issue yet. So um, that that's what gave me, I guess, the the idea lang na parang in a small way, paano ba tayo makakatulong eh? Um, and I thought na, okay, fortunately ngayon, Freelancers, tayo wala tayong kinikita ngayon. So, donating my life savings is not really an option, you know, yeah. especially with two kids also and, and, and the family. You know? So, I said, what's a simple thing that we can do? And I said, man, a cup of coffee can change your day, a good cup of coffee, diba? So, that's it. Like, I just wanted to take a small opportunity to just, you know, bless someone. It started with people na I knew, the frontliners, mga doctors, doctoras. Tapos, binigyan ko lang sila ng pambili ng kape. Dude, I don't know what happened. It just blew up. Like, people just started messaging, not just um, people who wanted to donate, but even frontliners were starting to message people. Literally, I just met randomly out of the blue on Twitter or on Instagram and Facebook. And then it really just took on a life of its own. And I just told myself, you know, I keep doing this until there was actually people that were still willing to help. And until I still felt that 
there were people na pwede pa nating tulungan eh. and clearly you know based on what happens what's happened the past few weeks the need has far out has far like outweighed where we were at the start and that's mm-hmm. why we've continued to, to still have the burden to help in a little ways possible so walk us through about siguro the first few days of you reaching out to people. How many people did you buy coffee for, if I may ask? I'm a little curious. Because yes. you have thousands of followers on Twitter. So, you know, I wonder fun, kung the, ilan. The funny thing is about uh, DMs, um, diba, I think kasi there's a way, there's an option for you to <coughs> take, like, for example, if there are some DMs that you can contact, and then sort of filter on Twitter. I mm-hmm. don't know if you have that in your, yeah. But for me, I had that tick. So, like the first day, maybe I, I got like mga three or four requests. So I said, oh, okay, maybe there's not that much of a need. Maybe But I was just scrolling through the settings. I don't know why. But, and then I saw that there's an option to literally view all of the, mm. all of the direct mentions. So, so when I unticked that, boom, there were maybe like 30 or 40 people that messaged me. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I also took on a life of its own because as soon as I post someone uh, on Twitter, the friend or the coworker or the frontliner of that person would message me and then tapto silang nagpapatulong bumili ng kape. So, bibili natin sila lahat ng kape. <laughs> then all of a sudden, may magme-message kaibigan niya, admin naman, lima naman sila. So, mm. easily, you must have given away probably like like 100 or 150 cups of coffee in, in maybe like three days. Um, and I can't take all the credit for this, definitely, because so many, also, so many people also mentioned, uh, you know, did the initiative on their own. Like, Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Cheska Litoncalao decided to do it as well. Uh, Bianca, Bianca Gonzalez, because French and Czechlit. So, and then obviously they have a bigger reach. And then those people, mm-hmm. I'm sure Cheska and Bianca, they were also help, able to help people on their own. And you know, it just snowballed from there. Eh? And I'm grateful for the for that opportunity. Not just that, also brands like uh, like Bonchon also. So what we were doing and said, okay, if you, if we can give coffee, we can give them meals. We can give them to them. And then all of a sudden, Bonchon is distributing uh, packed meals to different hospitals around Manila. So what else but God could really orchestrate all of these things to happen for us, mm-hmm. for me at home, to still have this opportunity to just let our frontliners know that they're appreciated and they're being paid for right now. I mean, give all the credit to God for all of this. Yeah, and and I think it, it really is such a blessing also. And and an encouragement, really. I mean, my my husband also started his his own thing that he's doing with Relief BH, where they're also helping out the hospitals. And the reason why it it's so important to tell people about it is because they get encouraged, right? Like it, it started with a cup of coffee that you're buying for 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 frontliners and then eventually it moves into more people who are able to give more but to reach other people to, to probably reach the people that you don't have the capacity to reach anymore right? and I think it's really it really starts go with the heart of giving and from that coffee from food you have now moved on into giving masks and and other and other things that they need right so then you 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 were kind of close-knit with these with the frontliners right how are they feeling now? Can you can you just give us a little bit of a background, if you may? Like, what are the usual things that they would ask for prayers for, or how are they feeling now in the front lines? Because a lot of my friends were saying that we don't even want to be called frontliners, because dapat kami yung last 
line of defense, right? Like we, 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 the hospital needs to be the last line of defense. It has to be something else. And most of them are exhausted. Uh, I've heard stories about friends who would just break down, not e- even yung mga tao na hindi nagdu-duty sa, as doctors or nurses or medical professionals, kahit yung mga nasa office, ganyan, they're also exhausted already. From, from your end, what are the stories and how does something as small as coffee cups and food and, and all of these donations and words of encouragement change to those stories? It's, um, there was one uh, instance I remember. Uh, I think it was a, it was, uh, you know, message Sakin was the daughter of a frontliner. The frontliner was around 50 years old and I think she was working uh, in Tagaytay. Like they were the first line uh, for treating those who were suffering from from symptoms of COVID nineteen, uh, and this was again like three weeks ago. So um, and you know, I, I I asked her, I asked her why you know your mom's fifty years old and she's still doing this. Parang diba siya napapagod, diba siya napapainga. And then that's and then the daughter said that's the reason why even though the donation was supposed to be for her for a cup of coffee, because the mom the mom just wanted to help during this time. And I think that's one thing that's sort of been the really the unifying themes that these frontliners are literally risking their life for us, knowing mm-hmm. that at any time oras nile. Um they're they're recycling PPE suits, they're recycling surgical masks, they're recycling N95 masks, um just so that they can help. Um and one one thing also my 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 friend said who's a doctor uh, and at the time kasi when we were parang we were we were praying for her because she didn't know yet when she was going to be called to duty but she literally said like the the, the feeling of being at home then waiting for a text parang idadraft sa gera na talaga mm-hmm. na literally kahit kahit di mo na alam kung kailan yung oras mo eh. and it's such a scary feeling for them um and what i've always said I mean, at the end of the day, a cup of coffee is not going to save anyone's life or a mask won't, or, you know, one suit because, you know, frontliners can go through like 20 suits in a day mm-hmm. to treat several patients. But I guess what I wanted to do or what, what our team wanted to do is a help from home project N85 is just show that with the coffee or with this suit given to them, it's just a way for us to communicate that we're not going to Mm-hmm. Na hindi alam na hindi man natin alam ko alam ko ano yung pinagdadaanan nila sa sa, sa puntong yan. Alam nilang na may mga tao na nagdadasal para sa kanila. Alam mm-hmm. nilang na, na may mga tao na behind the scenes gumagawa ng paraan para ma-equip sila to fight against COVID-19. Um, and that's really been the reason why it started from a cup of coffee to to what we've been doing the past few weeks. Eh. Um you know the frontliners. We've also said that there was this one. There's this one message also I got from Instagram. It said, "Na tahil sa ginagawal ng mga tao, not just me, but everyone who's helped. Yeah. They're not scared anymore to put their life on the line for us." And I mean, what do you say to that, diba? I mean, it just leaves you speechless. Eh? If anything, it just motivates us to do even more or to ask, "What, what, what, what? How far, how farther can we take this?" Uh, this this fundraising and this and this and these opportunities. And those are the kind of messages that just continue to inspire and motivate us, and I guess even humble us 
while we're at home to still do what we can to help out. So it's really just been really a uh, a sobering experience the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. That's great to hear, Chuck. Um, I, I have a question for for people who do want to help out. You know, what are the channels or the means or the ways that you think we can show our support and our encouragement to our frontliners? There are different ways, uh, Joyce. And at the end of the day, prayer is still a powerful weapon against uh, against the battle of, against all kinds of battles of evil. So saying a prayer for a frontliner na kakilala mo or even in general, malaking bagay na yan. That's something also that frontliners always ask for is prayers. Eh? But but other but other than that, um, there are countless opportunities right now on social media. There are so many private individuals that have started fundraisers, friends. Uh, we have friends who started this group called Lawyers for for, uh, for Doctors. It's a group of lawyers. They've come together to to, to pool their money to help out the uh, doctors as well. There's several. There's another one also that 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 we also discovered. Now there's an isolated ICU group. Basically, what they're doing is they can build ICUs from scratch and then itapabinila sa mga hospitals so that you know, there will be more opportunities to isolate these, these COVID-19 patients so that matetest sila. There's, there's countless people that are raising money to find, uh, to, to raise funds to buy all kinds of medical supplies. You've got athletes, you've got entertainers. I even have a friend who, who started a basically a 24-7 telethon and then you can watch John Lloyd, you can watch Gary V perform there. Tapos pwede rin kayo mag-donate. I mean, yeah. it's there's, at, at this point, there's countless opportunities. I, I think the, at, at this point, really, the question you should be asking yourself is, why why not start now? Yeah. In whatever way you have, whether it's letting your voice be known on social media, if you see things that, if you see injustices that should be corrected, mm-hmm. whether it's helping out with your mouth or with your or with your wallet, there's countless opportunities and it's impossible that you won't be able to find a way. Lalo na ngayon, nadadaldal na mga Pilipino online, di ba? Sigurado yun, makahanap ka talaga ng way na makatulong. Lahat ng tao may time ngayon at lahat tayo may internet connection. We are... Lahat tayo, may, opi- lahat tayo may opinion. Lahat tayo yes, may opinion. tama. Minsan yung mga opinion natin, di ko na lang alam kung at saan natin ilulugar. Pero at least may opinion, di ba? But yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Sabi ko, alam mo dapat talaga, the one thing, if anything, it's either you make yourself useful or you educate yourself enough so that you can one day be useful, right? It's 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 really that. Start important conversations. If you can't donate, if you don't have the money to donate, if you obviously we can't go out there because everyone's in quarantine. It really just all boils down to one running to God and praying for these people who really are doing the gritty work for us. And and two, really educating yourself enough to understand. I have some people who were talking to me and, and were saying that you know, if there's anything that I I've realized from this experience is that we need to educate our communities more so that we elect and vote for more competent leaders in the future so that when this happens again we won't have to suffer the same way that we're suffering right now I'm, you alam mo yun parang hindi hindi anger or hatred yung response nila it's more of how do we how do we change this kind of system because the crisis didn't make the system or didn't make the character of the people in position. It really just revealed it, right? Parang kahit si Yorvi, yeah. yun yung sabi niya, asan yung mga senador natin? I'm not trying to hate on anyone, but what I'm trying to say is it's something that we can do. We can strive for better things for our country. 
you know, if there's anything also, like, I, I want to say, I mean, obviously, whether you, you, no matter on which side you stand, there should be no room for hate at this point. Eh? There yeah. should be no room for, I mean, if you, if you disagree with someone, you're never going to win a battle with, with a sword. Eh? You're never going to win a battle. You're never going to win this battle, rather, by, by attacking anyone's intelligence or insulting anyone. Because that's, for me, at least in my opinion, that's not the way that you deal with these situations. And you, you said it perfectly. It's really about education. It's really about information. And there's such a short supply of that right now that I think even taking this opportunity to, to reach out and to research and to find ways also that you can support the leaders who you feel will actually make a difference or will be more equipped to handle these kinds of situations in the future. That in itself is already a great way to help out uh, now into in, in, as an investment for the future. So, yeah, um, again, like, like you said, we all can't go out and be frontliners. We all mm. can, you know, support them with our wallets. But there are, there are countless ways to do it from your home. I mean, you, you're, you're doing a great job also with your platform by retweeting all kinds of private people who are who started their own fundraisers, the right? And they're also sort of helping out in a specific Milan provincia or a specific Milan area. And even that, just a retweet or just forwarding someone who might need some, some help, that's already a big factor in itself to help out uh, wherever you are right now at home. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and social media is such a powerful tool. It, it can go both ways. It can either build up this country or it can destroy it. We can either keep focusing on the, the injustices or the incompetences that we see in the system, or we can try to strive for better things so that this won't happen again or this won't continue to happen. So I think it's really important and inspiring and encouraging what you're doing. Now, Chuck is also a, a brother in Christ, and, and I wanted to ask you something about bit more personal i wanted to ask you if there was anything um that has been you know w- what has god been teaching you through this difficult time you know the the one thing is that um we were having we were having the group uh was cell group actually uh, last week and then um in, in the Greek Bible, I mean, for those who, who know, if, 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 if I ask you what the shortest verse in the Bible is, you'd probably say it's Jesus wept, right? Uh, John, I think John 11.35. But if you go to the Greek translation of the Bible, the shortest verse in the Bible is rejoice always. That's, I think that's in Thessalonians. And it was a reminder for me that to rejoice in all circumstances. And yes, even in these kinds of trials and in these kinds of situations. Because at the end of the day, Joyce, masakit man sabihin, masakit man paniwalaan, God is in control of all of these things. God is in control of this situation. God allowed for this, allowed for this to happen because God is sovereign. Um, the, and, and the same, in the same way also that, you know, God uh, tested uh, Abraham when, when he had to sacrifice, you know, Isaac on the altar. Mm-hmm. Ang, ang, ang takeaway dyan na snashinare din sa amin is that uh, God will use trials never to hurt you, never to punish you, but for you, but as a test also of your faith and of your character. And right now, I think that He will test those who He calls His. He will test those that follow Him. And for us, uh, for you and me that have, uh, that have you know, gone through these, these challenges, I think 
all of this really is a challenge. All of this is a test for us. And at the end of the day, there is a greater pur- purpose for this. There's a greater, um, there's a greater design. And, you know, it's been heartbreaking, of course, to, to hear about our brothers and sisters who passed away, who are sick right now, who are ailing. But I guess the one beautiful thing about this is, alam nila na, it's not this is not their end destination there is a place greater that is being that is being prepared for them so that's the kind of that's the kind of security we have that's the victory we have in christ despite these circumstances so it's also been a good reminder for us to take this opportunity to pray more not just for ourselves for loved ones but even for those who may not know christ uh with in the same way so I guess that's something that we should always remind ourselves to do, even uh, even during these times of trials. Sorry, Dan, you said it. I'm going to No, but that, that that that's super true. It's also one of uh, it's it's really important, and I think a lot of people uh, need to hear that. You know, if anything, COVID nineteen, the crisis of this pandemic has really revealed that we need eternal perspective. If we're not looking at eternity, if we're not looking at what will happen to us after what you said, we pass through this mortal earth, this finite world. After we pass through this, what happens? Where do we go? Who do we see? What will happen to our souls? Because that's the eternal part of it. And I wanted to share also um, on this podcast that I was uh, listening at to a preaching, I think by John Piper the other day. And he was saying that, yes, it's important that we focus. It wasn't even in the context of coronavirus. I think this was a long time ago, a long, long, uh, an old preaching of his. And he said that it's important that we help. Uh, people, right? We it's important that we care for them and that we we long for them and do action that will take them out of misery and out of pain. But you have to remember that even in helping those people in those situations, you have to always point them to eternal perspective, right? Like you can always help them on this earth. You can always make things better for them here. But if they don't come to know Christ, if they don't Mm -hmm. come to see that this is just all in passing and that there's an eternity waiting for us, what's the point? Right? It's 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 like parang tatanggalin mo lang yung rod iron for a while, tapos ibabalik mo rin siya after, right? So I think that's so important. You know, you know, like I said, Joyce, like if you think about it, wasn't life so different before all of this happened? Like the things that we were concerned about, diba? Mm-hmm. Kailangan ko na mas maraming rocket sa trabaho. Kailangan ko bumili <laughs> ng latest na sapatos or latest na ganito-ganito. I mean, life was so difficult. And God just has a way of making trials for you to take stock of your life and to sort of remind yourself, what truly are the most important things in my life? Eh? And the other day, it's, it's, it's your family, it's your health, mm. it's your friends, it's your relationships, it's your loved ones. And of course, at the end of the day, it's in finding who you can place all of your hope and who you can cling to during these times of circumstances. Except, literally, hindi mo naman matadala yung, yung, yung kayamanan mo dito sa mundo yeah. sa langit. Eh. I mean, at the end of the day, like I, I really do think that when all of this is done, all of us... You, me, people even who do not know Christ or people who are walking with Him daily. Our lives are all going to be changed. It's yeah. all going to give us, like you mentioned, a kingdom perspective. And I really do hope that um, 
it's something these are sort of lessons that we're not gonna that we're not gonna forget even if time sort of heals all of these wounds yeah and I love what I read the other day parang sabi niya it, it equalizes COVID-19 equalizes yeah. everybody parang siyang naging yep. what just happened even people who are rich and who have all the money and who have you, alam mo yung kahit may pambili ka ng pagkain wala rin siyang assurance because eh, you can't go out right you can't go out You everything is closed the malls are closed the churches are closed so what do you hold on to when all of those things that you find comfort in that you find your security in are taken away from you what is left for you for us right so i think that's a question reminder yeah. um but it's but it's so inspiring and encouraging to find someone who's using his influence and his resources to reach out to people who are in the front lines chuck how else can we help you are you still active are you still doing these um outreaches to our frontliners uh right now we're uh you know i just before this like i want to give all the glory to god uh in, in everything that we've done it's basically been me my wife my best friend and my sister and we were four people like you you say that we have influence i don't really feel like i do i just like to talk about sports uh, <laughs> it feels like such a like such a lifetime ago but um i've been blessed to have whatever platform and i've been able to use it uh, in two weeks we've raised over one million pesos uh wow. to purchase supplies and I mean, who else but God could have orchestrated all of that to happen. So uh, we're in the process right now of purchasing more supplies. Um, we have, uh, we really have this burden for uh, to help out the mga kababayan natin sa Visayas and Mindanao, those that may not have the same opportunities or the same number of supplies that uh, that the hospitals or frontliners in Manila have. So. We've been trying to find ways to to purchase the supplies and send them as quickly as possible to to this minute. It's been a challenge, simply because and dami mga lockdown, yeah. dami mga flights that have been cancelled. So, I guess if there's if there's one cry for help that we could have, it's to um, it's to if if you have any other ways, if you have any other means to ship supplies, maybe to Visayas and Mindanao, we're open to suggestions. We're open also to references if you guys can recommend. Um, we are still accepting donations. Uh, we're placing our orders already for supplies, but we still have time to add additional uh, throughout this week. And then from there, it's really all about just shipping them out um, to to the different uh, hospitals. Um, and yeah, and if you are a frontliner listening to this podcast, um, if you have any needs, please message me also. Um, we're taking, of course, account of all the different hospitals na so we want to make sure that we have contacts for every person, for every hospital. Because we prefer that we are directly on the frontliners than on the ones that they want to So yeah, um, and also our page is um, Help From Home, uh, Parentheses Project N95. Uh, it's, uh, it's just a small group, but God's been using that group greatly for His glory, and we've had so many awesome opportunities to help mm-hmm. out people. So we just want to keep it going as as much as possible. Awesome, thank you, Chuck. It, it's nice that we get to have um, private individuals, talaga, to, to, to you know to donate to, and then they go straight to the people who need it. Um, I feel like a lot of people are comfortable with that. So if you guys are uh, interested in that, you can check out Help from Home Project N95 on Facebook, or also message Chuck Araneta directly. And Chuck has a podcast. If you haven't listened to it already, see, I'm such a sporty person, kasi. So if I'm not listening, Ooh, to, yes, I. <laughs> 
love sports, <laughs> basketball, you know, you dribble it, you shoot it, and then you do, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I listened to Jump Through Hoops by Erin Nataide, but then also Chuck Araneta has a podcast, everybody. Yeah, it's from the stands, and you were actually a guest there mm-hmm. way, way, 2014. Way <laughs> yes, and we also talked about shooting that ball through the basket, and the, the sports sports are good. Yeah, it's called From the Stands. Uh, we're sitting nicely in between uh, Aaron, the Titus podcast, and even Nico Ramos, uh, come, uh, Call to Arms. Mm-hmm. That's also a new podcast in Nico. So yeah, you know what, we're, we're just trying to also provide some levity, some light, some, uh, you know, some some fun also. I mean, of course, we love to help. Pero kailangan din naman, di rin natin pwedeng mawala yung the things that, that make us come alive, diba? And for us, it's it's sports. By the way, can I just add one thing? I was listening to your podcast, yung mga recommendations for shows uh-huh. that, uh, that you guys have been watching. Okay, I'm sure that uh, this is an old one, um, but but I, I want to recommend it na lang. Joyce, you have to watch Survivor again. You have to watch Survivor. As, because in, as in the reality as show? In, as in the stuck on an island. I have I, I, background. Do, you have, do we still have time? We have of course, time. yeah. Go so, ahead. When, when, my, when my wife was giving birth to her second born. So, so puyatan yan. Alam mo naman, di ba? Kailangan mm-hmm. araw-araw, 24-7, nakaredy ka. Eh, syempre ako, nasa hospital ako. Pag gising si, si wife, magigising din ako kasi good husband. Yeah, na, wow. <laughs> so, so nag-swear, nag-bound ako ng mga episodes ng Survivor and I just got hooked. Uh, for some reason, yung, yung the, the lying and the backstabbing, hindi <laughs> ko lang pero naaliw ako sa kanya uli. Like, I missed the, that reality show. And then, kasi the, the, the season happening now, it's the 40th season and so basically, lahat ng mga previous winners ng dating seasons, magkasama sila sa island ngayon. I'm recommending this for those who love sports because this is literally the closest thing you have <laughs> to live sports right now. Dude, I'm telling you, this is literally the closest we have. So, if you're into sports and you've lapsed on Survivor, I'm telling you, Survivor Season 40 is the is a great time to get back on because it's incredible. It's so much fun. I'm having so much fun watching Para it. Para real-life Hunger Games, no? Oh, sobra. Tsaka kasi ang tatalino nilang lahat, lahat, like lahat sila nanalo. So, ang gagaling na mga strategy nila para hindi maboto of the island. <laughs> also, one, one last thing. Also. Okay. So, so Survivor. Crossing on Switch, if you're playing Animal Crossing, yeah, that's Survivor. Aaron knows this as well. If you're playing Animal Crossing on Switch, message nyo lang ako para mabisit ko rin yung island ninyo. You should message Aaron Ataide. We were just yeah. literally talking about this. We were recording an episode last week and he was saying, Parts, this has saved my sanity. I know we were making <laughs> fun of it on the episode, but <laughs> sabi niya, it's like, para daw siya napunta sa sarili niyang island. Mas masaya pa daw siya. Nandun oh. siya nagsasurvive guest sa sarili life right now. Parang ready player one, di ba? Nag-tweet kasi Aaron na parang, na parang ayun nga, literally what you said, mas masaya siya sa island niya. Tapos parang, nag-reply ako sa kanya, I feel seen. I feel like that's what I'm feeling also. You feel like somebody understands you? Kumukulang ako ng buko tsaka ng apples sa island ko. So yeah, if you're on Animal Crossing, message me or Aaron. Let's, we'll visit your island gladly. Thank you. Okay, okay. I'll think about that na. Baka pwede ako makakuha ng, uh, ng Nintendo Switch and make my own Oy. island too. Data blitz, holla at Joyce. Joyce <laughs> Send the yeah. check. <laughs> no, but but thank you so much, Chuck. Thank you for um, spending time with us here on Adulting with Joyce Spring, giving advice and 
obviously telling us about what you've been learning, what God has been teaching you. And more than that, telling us to watch Survivor Season 40. Is it on Netflix? Nope. There you have to be creative in getting your okay. And thank you for having me, Joyce. Thank you for using your platform for such a one in such an incredible way. And I'm sure Maramika Pang Mabibles and Damika Pang Matutulungan just by keeping them company daily. I think that's a big help for all of our mental health. Kailangan natin yan. Kailangan natin yan. All right. Thank you very much, Chuck. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. That's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspin.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adultingwithjoyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam!